Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 104th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. Traveling to Flux. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Groves Matrices. He is a Fostern Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the Pax found that they had a bit of a break and decided to work upon their own self-improvement before Cora Two Hearts had mentioned that she would like to finally fulfill, after all this time, her promise to Judith Journeying Laughter and enter the realms of Flux to find what was waiting for her there. The Pax had agreed and gained the favor of the kinfolk Jolene, who would drive the unyielding road to Denver to, for them so that they could find a rave and find a pathway to the realm of Flux. As part of their payment, the pack had volunteered to help Jolene wash the unyielding road as part of the fetish maintenance. Now they begin to move towards Denver, ready to journey into the mystical Umbra. After about a two hour drive, you all finally get back to Denver, helping Jolene wash the unyielding road as promised, taking another half an hour or so. She thanks you and then drops you off on uh, 11th, near the heart of downtown, before driving off herself, thanking you and going off. Now you have some time to plan and prepare yourself for, as mentioned earlier, raves happen at night. So you have a whole day to plan, prepare, or even rest to make sure that you are ready for the endeavor. All right, so I think it'd be prudent for us to plan what we're gonna do and how we're gonna get there and prepare as best as we can because we don't know what to expect. Um, William, you do have a phone that you could look up stuff on, correct? I do. Fantastic. And do you know anyone in town who might be able to get any other information that we might miss if we Google something? Or Google where the raves are? I am pretty close with Steel Mountain. I can talk to someone there and see if we can get some information on the Land of Flux and what okay. to expect. That would be spectacular. So if you wouldn't mind maybe looking up a list of rave clubs that are like real popular like lots of people go to them crazy times and then speak with whoever you might think would know most about the land of flux over at steel mountain so that we can properly prepare ourselves as much as we can in a realm of chaos that would be phenomenal aye aye thank you much all right and then what should we do for the rest of our day if i may say if I may say, Rhea, one concern that I do have is if we were to 
find and enter this realm? How would we find our exit back? Maybe perhaps there are thurges or glasswalkers at Steel Mountain that might have a fetish that could act as like some kind of tethering rope or a guiding rope. I know of one gift, but I do not know a spiritual tether. So I suppose my question would be, we've not really had the most difficult time finding our way out of other realms before we kind of just stumble on them or we know how to get out before we go in do you have other information about the the land of flux that says that we wouldn't have a set path out i have umbral tether we can probably get out i i would look at it this way what do you want to do there what are you hoping to find and keep that in mind and if there are things you need to do to open your mind to get there that you wouldn't normally do as a very disciplined warrior, which I understand, then do those things to prepare yourself to do it. And trust in the fact that Flux will jettison you when fate decides. And maybe that's all Judith wants you to experience, is that it's not a raid. We're not going in and out. So smoke up, drink, meditate, fight, and just be your best you to go in there. It's the only suggestion I really have is I've never been there either. And it could be anything. It's exciting. I think we should be excited for it. But just think on it. Because again, Judith, Judith, I, I, I've never met her until the time she told you she was disappointed that you didn't go. Take it for what it is. That, that's fair enough. She was disappointed that we didn't open our minds, I believe. Or I didn't. I think we have what we need to find the best candidate from the list that Gross Matrices develops. Anything else is personal. And I'd be wary to bring spirits to a place of pure wild energy, for they might be remade or changed. Keep that in mind for yourself. Are you suggesting not to bring any fetishes with us? Fetishes are in a static agreement. I mean, bringing loose spirits in could change things. So I think we have what we need. Wise advice. Well, I trust you guys, so... William, the only other personal request I have, if you can tell me what the largest tree in is, that'd be extremely not a priority. I think that can be done pretty quickly, actually. As William pulls out his phone, Googles it, shows him, and then turns on a map to show you the walk there. It's in a very public park. Of course it is. The swing sets are particularly close. <laughs> I would expect no less. We will be waiting till hours of darkness to conduct this but thank sure. you oh yeah you know let's, let's try for eleven fifteen when the kids are in school yeah <laughs> <laughs> well Good. if you want to get it done you could just pee in a bottle and then loosen that on the tree <laughs> it was the smell that the dog spirit wanted right uh, this is true I'm, I'm sorry what are we doing to this tree uh no so very good question, Hal's memory. Um, one of the Shimana's requirements for the item that we built was to go and find the largest tree and leave my scent on that tree as oh. a reminder to all others in the area. So to accomplish that, um, we'll be waiting till later, but before we depart this place, it will be something I'll have to find. All right. All right. So, William, you get back to the Steel Mountain. You see the kinfolk security guard. Hey, Will. I'm sorry, William. Sorry, you know you don't like Will. How you doing? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, a couple, couple months, huh? It's been a crazy couple of months. You have to tell me about it sometime. You wouldn't believe the things that we got up to. All right, I'll buzz you in. All right. You head back in. 
and you find Victoria Ironkeeper in her office. The Elder Thurge, one of the newcomers to the Karen after the abandonment of the stargazers of this place, looks you over. Ah, there's matrices. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you too, Ironkeeper. How are you doing? Good, good. Just getting some things ready for the kin. We're trying to do a buyout of a company that Pentex is after. Undercut them and squeeze the squeeze the uh, the stocks to both give us a profit, hurt Pentex, and then give us a new new avenue into the business world here in Denver. Actually, sounds quite interesting. I wish I could actually be here to, for it, but I've got plans with my pack to travel to the land of Flux, and I'm hoping that you can possibly give us some information on what to expect and how to prepare for it. Well. There's no real preparing for Flux. Flux is a realm of chaos. It usually moves in journeys. Flux will present a journey to you. You must solve the journey, and if you are successful in solving the journey, you may be able to proceed closer to your goal. Time and matter are, well, just suggestions in Flux. It's all about the motion of ideas, and of relative closeness to concepts, which ebbs and flows along with the, t- the landscape. But uh, exit is a little more uh, painful as the realm of flux, just as anything, opens up gateways out of itself at random. And these gateways could lead anywhere. You'll have to use clues about the gateway to try and see if you can find the right one interesting so a lot of so there's lots of thoughts and ideas how, how do we how does one prepare their mind for flux then i know you said that there's not much preparing um can you I prepare believe... can you prepare your mind for the concept that matter changes that time flows backwards that water will burn and air will be solid that fire is soothing and can be swum through that lava is icy and cold and then hot the next moment based on an inconsequential whim. Spirits that seem to meld with the environment itself give it sentience and then just become environment and then sentience again. Lux is a way for you to untether yourself, untether yourself from constant stasis. It's why the glasswalkers are so uncomfortable. All of our electronics break there. Any sort of weaver techno fetish breaks. The spirit inside is put to sleep. And if it wasn't for the fetish containing the spirit, the spirit would die as the rolling oceans of chaos would rip apart any weaver spirit that enters. Noted. I'll make sure to pass along this information to my packmates. And if you don't mind, I can leave my possessions here so that way they don't break. Makes sense. We'll gladly hold on to them for you. Other than that, I have no questions left regarding Flux. Quite answered them thoroughly. Sure. Are, are your packmates here in the Sept? They are in Denver. I believe Zeb is on a personal mission right now. Ah. Well, the break room still has food. Uh, so if you want to grab some to-go containers so that everyone can eat, feel free. It's much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, Rhea. As you all kind of reconvene after all your little things, 
Zeb, as you have marked the tree, doing a quick double take, you know, over the shoulder, over the shoulder, over the shoulder, go. Hear a rustle in the, hear a rustle in the bushes going, no, 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 the seal's been breached. There's no going back. And luckily it was just a squirrel. Before, after finishing, a stray dog runs up to you and gives you a knowing look and runs off. The promise has been kept. The rest of you reconvene. Finally, it's about noonish at this point. Well, I have some good news and I have some bad news. Good news is, is that we don't have to prep much for flux. Bad news is, is there's not much to prepare for flux. It's a land of pure chaos and things can change at a moment's notice. I did get some information on how to get out of there, though. It's not quite easy and I was told it's actually painful. I don't know if that meant physical or not, but it was some gateways open up and clues are given for us to follow a pathway to get out. Simple enough. Seems Zeb hit the nail on the head. He gave a pretty good explanation while you're away. Pretty good educated guess. Oh, also, here's some food for you guys. I'm sorry I missed the conversation. Oh, no, it's fine. We were just trying to prepare more, but... As you said, there's not much prepping to be done. Well, I do have something. I spent some time thinking, and I recalled one of the things the spirit said to you, Cora. The lands of chaos seem to call to you, my friend. Powers are growing in the world. Are you willing to see the prelude to war? The terrors you must unleash. Sounds pretty ominous. <laughs> maybe it might be maybe it might be a hint of what you need to do there. I hope so. And it's it's a lead, it's a start. We can follow it, um, or follow that line of thinking, I suppose. Are we willing to see? And just go from there. Well, perhaps the question was more posed towards you. Maybe, maybe Laughter is trying to suggest maybe you should experience the end time. Maybe you should think of it. Maybe you should follow your other heart. We saw how well not listening to both worked out. Well, granted, this is a realm of possibilities. Infinite. Maybe this is a chance for you to experience something you need to experience. I have no doubt. I'm sure... I'm sure whatever happens while we're there, we're meant to see. We'll make it, I'm sure of it. We made it through Erebus. This... this could be easy. Alright, fellas. You ready to go? Yeah, I, I've got a couple raves to hit up. So whenever you, everyone else is ready. Night begins to fall as you start going, as you hear the raging music from several locations. All right, let's use that that fetish, see what we can find. All right, who's using the dowsing rod? I guess I'm the last one that had it then because I was carving it out and then the spirit went inside of it. So I'll make that roll. Okay, the dowsing rod is a diff eight because you are looking for a specific kind of spirit. Normally the dowsing rod only points you to the highest spiritual activity in the area. But since you are looking for a very specific spirit, the difficulty increases to eight. So Gnosis roll diff eight, please. <laughs> as you start spinning the dowsing rods, as you look, you try and look, but the spirit just doesn't seem to find anything as the spirit leaps out and gives out a howl and goes, the presence is too weak. Too many spiders here. Good luck. Oh. 
as he leaps across the gauntlet back into the spirit world. All right. Well, William, from the research that you've done, what is the place with the highest, I guess, ratings? Like something that people thoroughly enjoy themselves at. I think the rave that would have the most ratings would be one that has the most people, one that would provide the most entertainment and the most chaos in its midst. So most likely one in possibly a, I believe the evening square is the one that you're looking for specifically. They have the highest rating. Okie dokie. If I might offer my backup plan, I suggest we all just do some drugs and go for it. Spiritual solution was not preferred, but it was my weighted. Sometimes these things don't work. Why hold back? So my only concern is Dimitri. It looked pretty weird giving a dog a bunch of drugs. (laughs) Well, once we're inside the rave, things get weird. What about a bunch of people having fun, dancing, using drugs, going about Dimitri? Or he can just wait. This is about you, after all, not him. I wasn't sure how I could help prepare for this journey into Flux, but at the very least, I could find some drugs. And you know how to dance? And sing. And sing. You're half the band. That too. So, drugs. (laughs) Drugs. So, Dimitri, give us a Wits Streetwise roll. If you fail, you don't find a dealer. If you botch, you court a cop. You find someone... You find that they've got good quality drugs for very, very reasonable prices. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rely on my pack mate William here to hand over the money. Like the glorified ATM you are. William Moneybags at your service. The dealer takes your money, thanks you, gives you a good amount of psychedelics, tells you to have a good time, and mentions that there is a surprise party going on at the Industrial Club. It's lower rated, uh, William, when you were doing your research, but the ratings seem to swing wildly in terms of quality. Just as chaos would deem. And so, with that knowledge, you return to the group with your drugs, William and Dimitri. Got some shrooms so that you don't have to deal with too many legal consequences and some ecstasy. Mix and match as much as you like. I do want to bring up with Cora that there's a another rave that's po- happening. It, it's a spontaneous rave. It's got kind of wild swinging reviews. Sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's really bad. Now it's your call if you want to go to this rave or if we want to continue on with our evening square. Well, if nobody minds changing the plan again, then I kind of want to follow the the path of chaos in this. That makes sense. All right. You guys get to the club. Bouncer checks you out. All of that. You show off IDs before being let in. They're, you're still fairly early. As people are starting to crowd in, drinks are getting slung. People are going to the bathroom to freshen up, quote unquote, as the music is starting to get set, get ready, as you see the DJ setting up, as you hear the beat starting to go through the area as glow sticks are being handed out. There are also real odd looking 
glow-in-the-dark jello shots being handed out. The jello shots aren't actually what's glowing, it's the uranium glass that they're being served in, but because of the colors matching with the glass so well, it looks like the entire shot is glowing under the black lights of the area. As the black lights start turning on and you see odd various paint on all the staff as well as the glow-in-the-dark kind of look comes about them. How do you want to proceed? Rats and drugs. <laughs> okay. Or you go to the bathroom to freshen up. Yep. Gentlemen, I assume you all do the same. Is there like a science or a medicine roll we can maybe make just to know dosage that, that would be good? Or I guess it doesn't really matter if you're a... Uh, yeah, you can do intelligence. You can do you can do intelligence medicine diff six, or you can do intelligence streetwise diff seven. Figured out dosage, kind of going through, making sure to get the optimal high. Zeb is pulling out like flakes and getting it just like perfect in his hand as he's weighing it out perfectly, and then meticulously taking his drug before he looks at Dimitri. Dimitri, could you roll me Guise of the Hound? As you take Lupus form, you start taking your your dogish form as you start looking like a big old, you know, mutt. You hear at the door, Hey, come on! Stop hogging the bathroom! As Zeb quickly weighs out some drugs in his hands and has you lap them up as a dog as your eyes dilate and you start leaving as you see the guy going, cute dog, as he take he takes a swig of his drink, as you notice there was something at the bottom of it that shouldn't have been in there, as he waves waves at Dimitri going, oh boy, boy, oh, the pupper slam door goes in, as you then just hear a kind of a, oh. As the music starts going, the beat going, dancing happening, left and right, drugs being taken, people dancing with you. You don't know who they are. They don't know who you are. As you start moving, writhing, shaping, shaking, on this side of the gauntlet, everything is going great. As you feel everything just rhythmically going through you. However, paths to flux are not found in the physical world. They will have to be found in the Umbra as you start stumbling to the bathrooms, closing the doors, and ha and having to go through. I need gnosis, an individual Gnosis roll from Cora, Kyle, or Mark. You can guide, and then Dimitri, William, or Zeb. You can guide. Yeah, I, I have six. I bought it back, so I, I. So I got five. Take us through. It's difficulty seven here because you're in the middle of the city. 30 seconds. 30 seconds for Zebulon and Pack. 30 seconds. So you all pass in through 30 seconds. The building structure itself becomes like that of spider silk as expected, but within is a cacophony of colors and rhythmic rhythmic colors that move with the beat as the sound and the music seem to have crossed the gauntlet. As you see spirits, dancing and writhing, living spirits of color, ribbons of sunlight, shifting musical musical notes given shape as it's vibrating air, given, given physical form, moving through and shifting. I will need from one person, perception occult, if six. I got eight. You find 
a path that resembles the spirits here as it's ever shifting, moving. It is bricks made of living music. As every time you step on one, you hear inside your inner ear the music on the other side of the gauntlet. And every brick you step on changes the cadence, the sound, the instrument, and the actual song itself as you seem to be tapped into every single song that is playing at once on this road. This is amazing. Listen, feel it, feel it. As you start moving through and there are gaps in the road, as the moonlight sort of branches off, as you start moving through and the webs seem to give way to great forest, as the trees sway with the music, some in motion, but others shift and change also. As some come alive, some turn into great birds, others great reptiles, until it opens up and you see a grand field of stars as you stand upon a, a rainbow bridge as if traveling to Valhalla itself. And on the distance, you see the thousand moving orbs of the near realms, the greater realms glistening like great suns in this primordial swirling ether that threatens to wash you away if you dare take a step off the path. And ahead of you is a great knotted ball of silk and spider webs, as if to hold something within. That might be the place. Well, come on, let's dance to it. And Mark will uh, start dancing to and fro in between and swaying trees and swaying back and forth like them. All right, you start making your dance. Uh, Can I get a, from the highest person, the person with the highest pool, dexterity performance? I got a six for the dice pool. I think we know who has the highest. Mom. <laughs> Let's Seven. go. Seven. So, Cora, <laughs> roll that dice pool. We're going to do diff eight. Dancing along the pathway, you end up in a strange room. The rhythm is still all around you. It's a realm of rhythm as you actually feel every bone, every hair, every capillary, every cell in your body moving to different beats, moving ever rhythmically. The room is small, very small. It fits all of you comfortably right now, but this room is so small that it would be difficult for more than one of you to be in Krynos, at least in terms of width. In length, it is fairly long, and perhaps three of you in Glabro, shoulder to shoulder. Dimitri, are you still in Lupus? Yes, still okay. in Lupus. The music is overwhelming. Roll me willpower, difficulty eight. All right. No, as you lose sight and you howl, you stop moving because you have decided to move. Your body does not move with the rhythm of this place. And you take a point of lethal damage as your body goes into disorder with the rhythm of this place, causing wounds to rip open, dealing one point of lethal. Can I spend the rage to shift into Hamid? And yes, you can. All right, I'll uh, spend the rage and see if I can find my rhythm there. All right. It seems that there is a door at the end of the hallway. You will need to get to it. Anybody else see that door or is it just me? Yep. Mark will 
grasp Korra and be like, okay, good. As you move, you move your hands out of the rhythm of this place, wounds rip open as a as your forearm bone juts out of the skin and you do a point of lethal damage to yourself. Alright, everyone, let's head to the door. Just follow the the rhythm. Feel the beat. That will be dexterity performance from everyone. Difficulty six, please. You need a total of either five successes to get to the other side of the room or three failed rolls. All right. Dimitri, as you're trying to shake what Gaia gave you, you did not shake it well enough. As you step, your kneecap shakes and you hear a as your patella tendon kind of tears slightly. As you take another point of lethal damage, roll stamina diff eight to see if you can regenerate this. Mark, William, and Coral. Oof. Oh, that's not a botch at least. Kyle, you take a point of lethal damage as well. Out of your two points of lethal damage, Dimitri, you heal one. Cora, you move so expertly, you get to the other side in one fabulous movement, moving with the rhythm, truly grandiose. Kyle, you you failed, but now you're starting to get it. As you all watch Kyle starting to get down with it as he's moving along. Oh, Mark, you don't make it as you step and your whole foot rumbles. You don't dare know what it is. You take another point of lethal damage. You're not sure what happened to your foot, but you do feel it swimming in its own blood. Can I spend a rage to switch to Glabros? Sure. And Zeb, you're getting there. Dimitri, you get to the end as you are shaking it with Korra, going at it. Kyle, you finally get to the end as well. All right. This room is the worst, man. You just gotta <laughs> feel it. Just feel it. Come All on. All right. Mark, you get there as well. I also need a uh, stamina roll, diff eight, to see if you regenerate the damage that you've taken. All right, you're all at the door. Oh, Mark, you cannot regenerate for the scene. You're at the door. What are you going to do? Uh, we groove and open the door at the same time, I guess. As you open the door, you see a big, burly guy. He has engraved in his flesh security. Whoa, 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 whoa. No one leaves the room unless the boss says so. Who's the boss? The sound. Move to the rhythm. Dance until the rhythm stops. Or... As he kind of puts his hand down and makes a motion. Like a... What are you offering to leave the party early? Gnosis. Gnosis is a good start. Good start. What else? What are you willing to give up? I can get you back to the right path. I think you guys came in through the Rainbow Road, am I right? Yep. Mm-hmm. How much is it worth you, worth you to get back there? Do we have drugs left? He has some drugs left. Sure. You, gnosis and drugs? Gnosis, yes. Drugs in a way. Once you're done with the Land of Flux, you'll be shocked to know that my favorite band is The Doors. So what I need you to do is grab three Doors albums, inject some heroin, and vibe for a day. Jim Morrison went too soon. Too I... soon. I know. Ah, shame! As you see this, the skin kind of peel back, as you see this, like, giant serpent head. He was the Lizard King. 
Man, I feel it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So, do we have a deal? I think you should do it. I think that's totally reasonable. For Jim, man. Totally reasonable. So, I, Cora will agree. <laughs> Great. You agree. Cora will be expected to get three Doors albums and do some heroin when she gets back. Fantastic. <laughs> it's okay, Cora. I can help you score some heroin. <laughs> It's okay, we did the cleansing right before we shot up. We're not worm-tainted. Don't worry, this is clean heroin. <laughs> I cleaned it myself. Uh, all right, as you are led back, as you find yourself back on the road. Fantastic. You are close to the great, you're very close to the nested webs too, though a little disoriented as the stars have moved and the positions of the other realms have moved. It seems you've lost a few days. Dancing for days. Awesome. So I guess we'll continue on the path. All right. You continue on the path as you finally get to the great netted web. It's very, it feels very similar to the web between worlds. And you will need your gnosis to pass through this initial veil. But just as crossing the gauntlet, pack leaders can lead their pack, so too can that be done here to enter this odd spiritual realm. The difficulty is nine. Damn. So I that see Zeb is- And then all of a sudden that's smack. Who's doing it for Fomori's Bane? Let's yep. do it. Hey. As you pass through and you end up in a giant cave network of, well, Spider silk that seems to move through. Zeb, Dimitri, William, you also end up on the other side in a adjacent chamber to Fomori's Bane. However, it seems that, well, you are going to have to deal with a giant spider spirit who's spoiling for a fight. The spirit is huge, metallic with hairs on it that look very similar to like a wire brush and instead of the little you know mandible cleaner hands it has a gatling gun in one and a chainsaw for the other roll initiative please oh no we're all high as shit still too not me i'm sober <laughs> sober as a judge yeah speaking of because the two of you who are still high only only dexterity is added to your 1D, D10, not wits, because you have no wits about you. All right, and that changes to 11. 11. Jesus. All right, so William still goes first, then it's, uh, then it's Zeb, then it's the spider, and then it's, uh, oh no, sorry. First it's William, then it's Dimitri, then it's Zeb, and then it's the the spider. So the spider is going to fire bolts of electricity and deal automatic damage to William on its turn. All right, uh, Zebulon, what are you going to do? Uh, Spedonosis for Battle Mandala. Perfect. Dimitri, what are you going to do? I'll spend a, a rage to shift into Krynos and then I'll use uh distractions okay and william what are you going to do 
Is this something that I can dodge? No. It's an undodgeable okay. attack that spirits get. Sweet. Then I am going to insta-shift into uh, Krynos and try and claw at it. All right. One claw. It's not dodging, but it is soaking. It's all roll over. Uh, that all one. Yep. It's soaked as your hands rake across and sparks go flying. Roll me your distractions, Dimitri. All right, here we go. All right, for three turns, it's got a minus three to all of its attack rolls. All right, and it's attacking William, and it's reading. Well, I actually go first, right? Oh, yeah, you do. Sorry. All right. So it takes one point of essence damage. Roll me a soak, William. You soak it. As you mirror your attacks, the spider is just going to, slightly annoyed, is going to swing the chainsaw at Dimitri now. Deb, what are you doing? Spirit snare. All right. Dimitri? Uh, I'm going to spend a rage to dodge and claw then. Okay, dodge and claw. William? I'm going to spend one point of rage to double double claw. All right, make that roll. Seven rollover. That's a lot of rollover. That I was mm-hmm. not expecting. All right, you did three points of damage. All right, Dimitri. I still have a second claw. Oh, you have a second claw. That's right. Go ahead. All right. So it soaks. Yep. So soak the damage claw. So you come in first claw, gets a good strike, grabs, grab one of the legs as you crush and oil spills through your hands. The other claw comes in as you try and strike. Scratching, it just scrapes against metal as it creates this horrid nails on chalkboard sound. All right, Dimitri. All right, here we go with that claw. I'll roll over. You do one point damage. All right, Zebulon. Take one essence damage on my turn. No. All right, so it's gonna try and attack Dimitri. Remember the minus three. You dodge out of the way in a Bit of concern, the spider is going to attempt to flee on its turn. So, Zeb, what are you doing? Uh, I'll try to snare it again. All right. Dimitri, what are you doing? So I'm going to go in for another claw attack. Okay. Claw. And William. I'm going to grapple it. Okay. Make that roll. As you grab it, it's wriggling, but you got a hold of it. All right. Dimitri? All right, four rollover. Did two points of damage to it. All right, Zeb. It takes another point of damage. Minus damage. Yep. So. Minus two willpower. Minus two to its willpower. Excellent. All right, with that, the spirit is going to kamikaze, spend a point of essence, and use its lightning to blow its body up. Last remaining essence. So, give me a soak, William. Uh, I don't like this. As you take two points of le- or aggravated damage as it rips through and you like some of your skin burns off your chest as this clump of metal clanks. Cora, Kyle, Mark, you hear the clank of metal as you are moving through this labyrinth as you come across the ill omens and a rather singed William Grows matrices. That was amazing! I've never been more proud of you boys in my life! Man! William! Going off the top rope, this is incredible! You guys missed a fight! You should have been there! 
You should have been there. Sounds like it was fun, definitely. Here, William, let me take care of you. And I'll use Mother's Touch on William. Okay. What's your rage, William? Five. Five, so that's your diff. You heal the two points of damage, William. And so you now must start moving through this labyrinthian maze trying to avoid the weaver spirits. William, Dimitri, you had enough sound mind. Zeb, you did not, as you were still high as a kite, that though there's a weaver spirit here, it seems weakened, as if even contained the energies of flux at least make them have less essence. And so I'm going to need whoever has the highest and a perception enigmas roll, diff eight. You will need to get a total of 15 successes. Every roll represents four hours. Okay, so just mark then as he guides you. I, I promise you I will shake off the effects of the drugs when it really comes to matter. But for right now, it's a lot more fun. Two successes, so that's about four hours of traveling as you start getting further in, as you successfully avoid the spiders and you start moving as you start to see the geometric pattern of the caves. Could I get another roll, Sig? You don't get any further, but you just waste time as another four hours have passed. Another roll, please. You basically go until you get to 15. All right, so that's six. As you pass through the spidery webs, you come to an amazing realm as you see thousands of lights sparkling across the sky as the sky shifts from air, a sky of the rainbowish colors ever shifting to fire, to water, to earth above you and sky below you as gravity seems to move in every, nearly every direction about you, spirits moving in all directions and you notice one thing in particular, a stretch of sky distant on the horizon whose colors shift slightly off to all the others. Not in that it's different or chaotic of the shifts of the rest of the area around you, but that it is slower. It holds its shape longer. As you feel the primordial chaos of flux fill you up, I need an intelligence primal urge, difficulty your rage, please. All right, so let's see. That would be Dimitri, Zeb, and Mark. You are able to maintain whatever form you see fit. William, you shift into a different form every five turns, but you get to choose the form. It just can't be the same form you're in. Okay. Kyle, you shift randomly every five turns into one of your various forms. So you'd roll a 1d5 each for each number corresponding to Hamid, Glabro, Krinos, Hispo, Lupus. Aura, you shift randomly every turn. All right, and so you begin venturing forth. As you see a small, kind of like a town, ahead of you. The town is walled, and it seems to divide the city up. It's very interesting. It's almost as if the town is divided into 12 separate sections. You see... Can I get a perception alertness from you, Korra? Six. Yep. 
Actually, roll a d5 real quick to see what form you are when you do this roll. Because you might be in lupus, who knows? Fair enough. You're not, you're in Krynos. Six. All right, fair enough. Still six. Okay. As you try and look, but unfortunately you shrink down to Glabro, losing sight of what what was there. (laughs) In your frustration, you stay Glabro. (laughs) It's really frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen my rolls tonight? Oh, that that had nothing to do with your rolls. That had to do with the fact that it was three dice on a diff nine roll. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that that's true. As you start moving towards the small town, as you move through it, the gates open and the town is sparsely populated. It's filled with snakes, birds, people, all of them talking and conversing with each other in various languages, as you're hearing something about the great warlock, Johnny got his guns. Hang on. The city is now in the sky. As all the mountains and the fields disappear you appear around you as you are on a floating mountain, surrounded by everlasting sky. All right. Lord Johnny got his guns. Gotcha. Johnny got his guns seems to have been conquering to the north of here. There seems to be some talk about how he's trying to move his way south, though it's pretty unclear as to why. It seems that he wants to conquer the 12 sections. Gotcha. Ideas, guys? You gotta go find him and beat his ass. Get him. You gotta get him, Cora. Get him. I mean, yeah. Cause why would people want to be conquered? Fuck that shit. So Cora's going to go up to someone that she heard talking. As they look at you and they start speaking, as they start speaking backwards. Oh, shit. Intelligence enigmas to try and suss out what they're saying. Diff nine. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Not for Cora. (laughs) Two. I mean, that's about as good of odds to keep in control in your... (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Sure. 2d10 Son of a bitch. <laughs> Until they say, and that is why we're trying to protect him. From what? From Johnny Got His Guns. I just said that. Oh, I'm, I'm not feeling like myself. I didn't really catch everything you said. Oh, of course. What I was trying to say is, as they start making the sound of a kookaburra. That makes so much sense. Luckily, I think you have someone on the team with beast speech. Tui? <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> oh, hell yes. <laughs> Time to put that to use. <laughs> Illest omens, let's go. (laughs) 
Dimitri, you hear her going on about how Johnny got his guns, the great bovine warlord who has skinned a thousand snakes and crafted armor of iron out of their scales and great weapons out of their teeth, is seeking the blind serpent. The blind serpent of peace is somewhere in the city and must be protected, for if the warlord feeds upon it, the whole city will fall. As the, the voice changes back to a human, everyone in the city knows that. How Are you outsiders by chance? That was in English, so you didn't Totally, but we love this place. This place is great. I haven't been to a place this awesome in years. Years. Isn't she it though? Loves it too. Isn't it though? She throws up her hands as they turn into giant boulders and she starts beating her chest as her head turns into that of a gorilla before she starts running off, calling out. The gorilla sounds are, this place is amazing, Dimitri, if you wish to share that with the group. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to share the first part about about protecting the having to protect the blind serpent of peace. And then as the person turns into a gorilla and runs off, I'll also add that on top too. We should be their friend. We need to be their friend. Like, make friends with them. But also, sounds kind of ominous given that whole uh, unleash chaos and death and destruction thing on your part. Feel real bad for you. Really do. I like Zeb like this. Zeb's oh. more fun like this. Not so grumpy. I don't know. I like the old Zeb. This, this new Zeb is more chaotic and different. Well, that's exactly it. It's chaotic and different. And it's surprisingly nice and refreshing okay focus yeah i'm still kind of hung up on eating the snake and making this place fall into chaos or at least not peace gotta find lord got his guns johnny got his guns that makes me wonder too if since this is flux this is the realm of chaos could we help protect this snake of peace or or help destroy it i don't want to destroy peace all right that's good enough for me yeah we're not here for a raid we're not here for anything it's like zeb said we're just here to have fun i guess and help you make friends with the locals point you better really consider what peace means in a realm that's ever changing just saying maybe that's not what they totally want to have or not your plan could work too that's Zeb. He's still in there somewhere. I don't know. I'll I'll follow your lead on, on this, Cora. I just wanted to make sure we had a path to follow, but I suppose we're just going with the flow. Um, yeah, I like the way you think. I say take on the warlord. You say in his spell form? Because, yes, we're in the realm of chaos, but that's kind of paralleling a little bit what we're... You're in glad, bro. I want to take on the warlord. All right. They said us to the north. They right? did. Yep. You want to head north? Head north. All right. It's been a seed, by the way, so anyone who has lethal damage is all regenerated away. As you remain in your city in the sky, as you start getting to the northern province, you see a great bronze statue of a massive bull, easily a story tall, with great horns, an armor crafted of interlocking serpents that looks like chainmail, and two massive serpent fangs on its back, carved like rocket launchers. Is there anything inscribed on this thing, language-wise, writing on the base? Yes, it says, the great, great king, 
Johnny got his guns. He who shall conquer all. Who will eat the serpent of peace and reforge the world in, in his image through the fires of war. The serpent tamer. The crusher of weak weakness. I mean, that does sound kind of like your thing. I haven't been around a lot of get, but this guy might be down for the cause. I think what Seb is trying to say is to listen to what Kyle said earlier. Prelude to war. Prelude to war. That could be you. You could be the prelude to war. Or not. Infinite possibility. Or not infinite possibility. <laughs> Always. Oh, and find the other champion and see what he's got. Be direct and open. Just go and judge. You got a Philodox? Come on. Just going and investigating won't do do any harm. All right, let's go. Let's go check him out at least. Okay. So you're trying to find out about Johnny got his guns? Yeah. Okay. What would you like to do specifically? It looks like this area has been taken over by him. Hence the giant statue. Correct. So we could go around and like try and hear what people are saying about him and whether or not, you know, they wanted this to happen, whether they're happy with the situation, things like that. Okay. Can I get a charisma investigation? Just tip over a statue and call his ass out. Go! Get in it! What form am I in? Lupus. All right. Seeking things out as you growl and speak to others. You finally find someone as you end up in Hispo. As you approach, you see a couple of things talking to people. One, you notice that this area is void of all snakes. It seems that they were butchered and their skins flayed to form the armor of old got his guns. The other thing you hear is that your terrible bovine behemoth has started making plans with outsiders. It seems that this war is supposed to happen forever, all the time, everywhere, all at once, changing, shifting. Who eats who always changes. Who is who, who is what also changes. Disliking this, Johnny has allied himself with outside forces to keep the city static once he conquers. There will be no more eating except him. He will consume the weak because he will remain the strongest. He has earned it through conquest. The more I hear about this, this guy, the less I am willing to just wait around for things to happen and watch as it unfolds. I think we should find him. I agree, especially since he's he is acting to change the nature of the realm, even if it is a small piece of it. Yeah. He is not difficult to find. You find a grand tower, well over 20 stories tall, spewing fire into the sky. As you are in a underwater city, you are breathing air, you have grown gills, and everyone has turned into underwater versions of themselves. Some of the people growing gills, some of them growing feet, fins, as you see mer-wolves, mer-bats, mer-men, mermaids, mer-birds. And the only light that comes is from a cliff overhanging the city, bellowing volcanic lava so that you see light and it acts like a sun. 
and it illuminates with the same level of the sun as the fire bellows out and boils the water to the top as you see crabs with spears and a murkow guarding the door. And we will see how they confront this bizarre and ever-changing foe next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Goodbye.